Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam. And this is Amir. And welcome back to the show. So now we're officially into Season 16, Episode 3. The last time you were here, we listened to Chelsea Grant Suffer in Heaven, which was a damn good record. Here we are a week later, and now we're moving on. So, Amir, what are we doing today? The long-awaited, for us at least, August Burns Red album, Death Below. And, I, and the coincidence of the day, while we're getting ready to listen to this record, my signed copy of the album is currently still outside in the mailbox, and I need to go get it. But I'm going to do that until after we finish part one. And then when we do part two, I'll have it in here with me. So let's not waste any time. Let's get started with the track number one. This is just an introduction track. It's called Premonition. You know how like a lot of bands change their sounds over the year and it gets kind of mixed reactions or it works out really well? Yeah. And then you have those bands that never fucking change their sound, like Breaking Benjamin, August Burns Red, and it works out phenomenally. Like they never have any bad albums. They'll make some tweaks here and there, but never yeah. fully directly change. Like, and the thing is, even though they have that same sound with every album, none of the albums are ever born. They're, ne- they're never repetitive. This is this is our first time listening to them since we recorded Guardians back in season six. I think it's gonna lead to the next track and it's just gonna just like explode. Let's see where this goes. And that leads into track number two, which is called The Cleansing. I've only heard one track on this whole album, and I refuse to listen to any more after that. Me too. I, All I wanted was a taste. I've only heard the song get different, uh, Jesse. Yeah. Seems like his highs have gotten a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to hear some sick ass on this album. Alright. Based on what we're just what we're just now hearing. Okay. Interesting. It's been over two years. It's been almost two years since we saw them at that show. Hey man, what a great show that was. <laughs> yeah. oh my god, did it drag. Yeah, that, their set, they played so many songs. Those already, like... It was like 10, it was like 10 o'clock, 10.30. We had been there, like, most of the day, like, a good couple hours. We had couple hours. there for, like, four and a half hours when they came in. Like, and, like, they were done. And then everyone was wanting a fucking encore. And dude, like any other day of the week, I would have loved to have an encore. But like that day, I was just so damn tired. I just wanted to go home. <laughs> and then they played like they played like another more five more songs. Yeah. I'm like goddamn, dude. I'm like, dude, I I enjoy all the extra fucking music. Don't get me wrong, but I'm tired, man. <laughs> 
And that was the day that Jake had to leave the show, though, because of a family emergency or whatever it was. Yeah, it was a shame we didn't get to see him. Well, we got to hear the singer from Convictions. He was a great he fucking He fucking killed it, though. But I still think we need some kind of redemption one of these days, whenever we, if we ever get to see them again. Same thing with Die Hard, man. Mm -hmm. It's like, not being able to see DJ, man, just, at least he came out on stage, though. Yeah, it was cool to at least see him once, to at least know that he was there. That solo, dude. I know, right? <laughs> Got a nice little slowdown right here. Like that album cover. This is a long ass track. <laughs> yeah, it's like almost eight fucking minutes long. It's good though. It'd be one thing if it was a long song and it just it wasn't good. <laughs> but it actually is good. Dude if, dude, if there's one thing August Friends Red is good at, it's their fucking riffs. Yeah, they're they're they are phenomenal. Whoa, what the what the hell was that? My TV just like randomly shot the volume up. It's almost like you're not listening loud enough. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a reason I'm not listening too loud. Every album is phenomenal. Top notch, man. Listen to the drumming. Listen to the blast beats, dude. Dude, you can just imagine like his his arms like Watch we get like some cleans, like out of fucking nowhere. This reminds me of insomnia, dude. Yeah. Like, like the slowdowns. Slow yeah. Down. I hear a bass coming in. That sounds nice. It almost sounds cleansing. I hope it ends like this. Still got like a good minute or so. soft part though but they turned it heavy you see it's playing the same notes 
They never disappoint, dude. They always put a smile on my face whenever they release music. Yeah, man, it's been like three years since Guardians came out. I remember listening to that album when I was in a car one day. When I was when I was driving with Tony somewhere. I was blasting I was blasting Paramount in my headphones or my earbuds when it, while we were driving. And I put it on the radio so we could listen to it. He was like, dude, what the hell are you listening to? <laughs> like August burned red. What's on you hear that little the queen trying to come in? Yeah. They don't do clean too often, but I would, I would love to hear some. And that leads into track number three, Ancestry, featuring Jesse Leach from Kill Switch Engage. I believe this was the first single, right? Yes. Because I, I don't so. think I don't think they released a lot of singles from this album. No, I think they released what? I think they released like maybe three. At most, out of like a twelve-song album, not bad. That's that's the right amount to do. Yeah, when bands start releasing like four or five, and like who's the who's who's the fucking group that pretty much released their whole fucking album <laughs> like before it even came out? Memphis May Fire and Yeah, they both did that. Because Memphis released like what, like six or seven tracks? Yeah, out of like their eleven-track album. Thank God I didn't listen to all of them. And then on My Sin Men, when Echo came out, we they had like they already had like six or seven tracks out of that too. And they only had ten tracks on that album. Although I did hear that they're currently working on their follow-up right now. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, yeah, they're always continuing to work on music. Look at that chord, dude. Hear that bass? Oh, man. It's always nice to hear the bass when they let it shine through. Now you can hear the guitar and the bass. Let me just talk about how, like, how tight that drumming is. Yeah, it just sounds just perfect. Um, Red, I know <laughs> they never disappoint. I wonder if we're gonna get another song like Paramount Records. Kind of like that, like, crowd goer. I would have loved to hear them play Paramount at that show. And I would have. But we heard Defender, and that, 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 was, that was definitely worth it. Because I know they play Paramount at a lot of their shows. I would have loved to hear that song. I think that's still my favorite track from Guardians. I think that was the one longest song on the album. I think the rest are just going to be your average four minutes or so. If you're not headbanging at an August Burns concert, what are you doing? Right? I mean, because these guys, they write some of the best jam material. Dude, my neck was fucking gone by the end of the night. And then when the encore shit happened, I'm just like... I, don't, I got no more. I don't have power to headbang. <laughs> no, if I headbang one more time, like my head's gonna come off. I 
that cord comes back again. It comes back at the right time. This is a more like faster tempo song. Yeah. I was a big fan of the cleansing. Yeah, that was, that was a long track, but that was that was damn good. Those transitions were done so well. And then the slowdowns that gave us that insomnium vibe. What a track, dude. That's a good track. Now that moves into track number four, which is called Tightrope. Featuring Jason Richard. He's a guitarist, right? I think. My brain's like half dead right now. Oh, tempo change. Uh, see, this is the classic August first present always. Oh, man, that riff. This this sound live would be incredible. I know they're currently they're currently doing their second half tour with Bleed From Within and Devil Wears Prada. But we'll see. Listen to that riff. What? That literally just cut me off on what I was about to say. Oh, just a... But yeah, what I was saying was I know they're finished I know they're doing the second half of their tour with Bleed From Within and Devil Wears Prada. But I hope that they go on tour at least one more time this year again. So, so maybe we can catch them and kind of get some redemption. And then I have to keep an eye out for Die Art too, because I know they're getting ready to come out with a new album soon. And they might tour for that as well. I just hope that the lineups are really fucking good. This is a bomb ass track, dude. Oh, Christ, dude. We are getting like little trees in this song, man. Heavy riffs, solo. Oh my god, oh. dude. <laughs> And the way it just goes back like smoothly into that original Imagine hearing this at the show. Right. time I listened to a song called Tightrope, it was like back in 2012. And that was when uh, 10 Years released my favorite album by them, Minus the Machine. Because that album was just fucking flawless. But I think one of the last tracks I had on there was called Tightrope. Because we are going to be doing some throwback albums this season. We're not just going to be doing completely new stuff like we always do. We're going to start mixing it up here and there for, for future seasons where we're going to have a bit of old and new. And now we're track number five, I believe. One, two, three, four, five. Yep. 
Track number five. This one's called Fool's Gold in the Bear Trap. That's a great ad name for us all. Right? <laughs> it's about a three minute song. I'm liking how the songs like kind of all sound like they transition into one another. That does sound nice. That bass again, man. They're really letting it shine on the dog. Yeah, I know. That, that's a really, really good thing. I don't know, I've been fooled before. <laughs> Alright. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> See, I didn't fall for it. I did not fall for it. That was a minute in. Almost two minutes in. And we had that conversation last week too. Or if you're gonna give me a short track, you better make sure it's fucking banger. Yeah, it's like barely over three minutes. straight into track number six, Backfire. Look, you can still hear the riff. Yeah. It's almost like that track was a prelude to this track. Drumming has been fucking on point. You can hear the bass. Vocal, but his, his highs have got like a lot And the, the guest, like the features that have been on this album so far, Jason Richardson, great fucking solo. Jesse, catchy ass chords he added. Everything's been really catchy. song like Defender that just had that massive breakdown. Oh man, get low, dude. Yeah. 
He's pulling out death metal vocals over here. Right? Where the hell did this come from, man? Who knew a band could get better sounded vocal wise with time? They're doing the, Instead opposite, of the other way. They're opposite of Avenged Sevenfold. Avenged Sevenfold, this is. I don't know what the fuck his vocals were on the new song. <laughs> We're going to do some talking about that here soon. What do you think of that album part? Looks cool. It's kind of hard to see because it's a little bit small. But, right. but fortunately, right after this, I'm going to go out and get my copy of it in the mail. <laughs> so we can look at it properly. I have not disliked anything so far. Everything's been sounding amazing. Could we possibly have back-to-back -back weeks of phenomenal albums? Because, I remember, uh, Halfway through. I remember, like, last year was a great year, but the start of the year was so shit. Remember that? When we didn't start getting good albums until the summertime. But so far this year, we sound like some great, great things. Like that band, Lying So Thin. Like, who would have known, dude? August. We're, we're, we're going to throw that track in on, on one of our singles episodes. Hell yeah. Chelsea Grin, like... We've been getting blessed. I know Brand of Sacrifice has been released in some singles too. I, I don't know if they have an album announcement or not. Alright. Alright. So that's, they tried to get us. Yeah, they tried to get us again, just like that. That's going to conclude the first half of Death Below. And I have to say, uh,. There's only really one small complaint that I have, and that's just the fact that we haven't really had many breakdowns at all. Yeah, that's like know, that's like the only small negative. It's mainly been more riff heavy. Riff, it's mainly been riff, riffing guitar work and a lot of drumming, solos, great drumming solos. The bass has come through a lot, which I really yeah, like. which is a very good positive. Jake that, pulling out like real deep, fucking uh, gutturals, like it just man. I didn't even know he had that in him. <laughs> right. Other than that, like that's like my only really, really small nitpick. I'm waiting for that one very heavy track where we get that breakdown. I just want one. I guess we'll have to see it when we get to the second half of the album. So everybody stay tuned, and we'll be right back momentarily for part two of Death Below. back everyone now we are officially moving on to part two of august burns red death below so we're moving on to track number seven now and this one's called revival Yeah. 
Riffs, man. man. This shit's getting fucking heavy, man. I brought my copy of Death Below inside now. My signed copy. And it's officially up there in the, with the other with my other signed collection of albums. Incredible. I know, right? Jake's going at it fucking hard, man. Okay, that's a nice transition. Nice change of pace. A soft little slowdown, even though it's still kind of slightly going. Gonna be the phone that gives up that breakdown. Because man, this, the rents from here have been phenomenal. See what happens. Jesus Christ, man! Wow. They've been fan fucking fantastic. He's really putting a lot of effort into it. Yeah, man. And that leads into track number eight. I believe this one's the interlude. It's only about probably a minute and a half long, almost. It's called. How do you say that? <laughs> I want to say Savink. 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 I think that's how you say it. So how? So let me ask you a question while we're so while we're actually on this subject, how do you feel about interludes being on albums? I don't mind them if they fit, but if it's like kind of like Shine Down, like they had too many in that album. Yeah, like Planet Zero, they had way too fucking many. And uh, like I Prevail, like if you're just throwing it in there for like filler, then I it just it takes away a lot from the album. But if it's stuff like this that kind of like transitions into the other track, then that's fine. Here's how I see it: if you're gonna put if you're gonna put interlude in your song, you in your album, you need to only put one. Either at the beginning, the middle, or the end. My vote goes for the middle of the album. Right. Because let's say you're listening to a heavy album. Let's say you got 13 tracks. You got the first six tracks that are really fucking heavy and they're long. And then you get to about the halfway point, throw the interlude in there, where it kind of gives you a small little break from all the mayhem, and you get some calmness. 
and then it leads into the second half of the album, which ironically just happened right as I said that, so it was like perfect timing. <laughs> and now we're on track number nine, which is called Dark Divide. Yeah, I feel like you should only need one, and that's at the halfway point between, between the middle and the end. It kind of divides the album in half, I guess you could say. These fucking riffs, dude! I know this album, if they play it live, it's gonna send people fucking flying. The crowd's gonna be pushing against each other, and here's another thing. I think that the, I think that they're gonna go on tour again because the the tour that they're currently on it's not for this album. They're just going on just another random tour with Devil Wears Prada and Belief on the Gun. Because this tour started before the album came out. So I re- I, re- I think they're gonna tour again sometime this year. And they're actually gonna do the Death Below tour. There's that guitar that I hear from Paramount. <laughs> and this is their 10th studio album. Give credit to Logan Burns Red. They didn't get rid of their guitarist like Escape the Fate did. You know, the guitarist that wrote some of the most iconic fucking riffs on their last couple of albums, but you know. And that, that we literally just discovered like a little bit ago. In between part one and here. And then one of their great bases for the. That's a band that we're probably not going to have on the podcast anytime soon. Apparently they have a new album coming out, but honestly, I don't think I'm looking forward to it as of we right now. We didn't like Chemical Warfare. We're not we hardly like it. We're not going to like this album. I already know. Just judging off the single. The singles are worse. Chemical Warfare were like, meh. But this is just downright awful. That, because that album wasn't great, but at least it had a couple tracks here and there that you could kind of vibe with. Yeah. But honestly, I would rather take that whole album over these two singles that we've gotten recently. I would take that whole album over this. Where did this come from? Dude, that's a fucking song you can listen to outside on the road. Give us a breakdown, man. Yeah, because I don't think we've heard any of the album so far. No, really. We've heard something Close to it. We heard like a couple of bass drops here and there, but it, it kind of give you that feeling. It but it hasn't been a big one like how we had with Defender on the last album. The guitar work is superb, though. You hear how there's no choppiness and there's no like, there's no fade in or fade out of, of the music. Right. It sounds like perfect production quality. Ah, oh, I love that right there. I guess that was the end. That was quick. That was a cool little. That was a cool little 
fade out ending? Yeah. What's this one? This is, uh... Let's see. Track 10? It's called Deadbolt. I'm excited for the next track from JP. Let's give me some good vibes up there. Dude, this second half is getting heavy as hell. It see, it only it only feels like it's a little bit shorter because of that one interlude that we had. Right. Honestly, because of that, we probably could have just finished the whole album with, in one episode. But I mean, I always like to be safe. <laughs> Clean? I literally just was just talking about this in part one. I was like, watch me get like some cleans. I'm liking this. Okay. And I'm assuming that was the chorus. This is fucking heavy, dude. Right. <laughs> they've, they've been kind of hinting at it the last couple of years. You get little glimpses of it here and there. So how are you feeling? Ten tracks in, do you like do you like it better than Guardians, or do you like or or how do you feel? I think they're kind of equal, man. The Guardians was a damn good album. Yeah. Oh wait. Feels like more of a bass drop kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a mixture between a little bit of a breakdown, but also like a like a bass drop. That's really the only small nitpick I have about the record. Other than that, it's fucking fantastic. What that already? Yeah, I guess so. Bro, these songs are flying by. Flying by. We're already at track number 11. I think the next one's with JT, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, is we going to get another lead into the next track? Yep. <laughs> track 11 The Abyss featuring JT from Era. Lower start, but I like it. Uh oh, man. oh. <laughs> the 
coming out the gate with this one. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Listen to that trumpet. Dude, all I can see is just... Favorite track, calling it right now. Oh yeah, this is awesome. Because of the the choppiness, the vo his vocals, and the fucking rip, so heavy, dude. Like if we if we get a chance to see them again on their on, on another tour, the crowd that song, crazy. that fucking song right there. There's JT. Just one and I'll be satisfied. You got JT on, you gotta do it. Tour together before, remember? So I'm in. That song was pretty much just one big breakdown <laughs> because of that fucking guitar. Track number 12. This is called Reckoning, featuring Spencer Chamberlain. Nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna top that last track. Wait a minute, slowing down. 
This track is another long track, by the way. I think it's like almost eight minutes. Yeah, I know. sound of it it sounds like they were going for more guitar and riffs over the breakdowns yeah that's true we haven't gotten too many breakdowns those transitions we've been having that like you typically would expect a breakdown it just leads into like another another riff maybe even a solo another slow down only about Still got about like another two and a half minutes or so. Two and a half minutes to throw in a random breakdown. This album's gonna get a high rating, but I want it's, it's not gonna earn a ten if I don't hear at least one. True. I gotta hear. I gotta hear at least one, man. I haven't heard that this whole fucking album. I just want something though I can just bang the hell out of my head to. Yeah. 
Hill, man. I don't know if we're going to get one. We're going to have a ton. Yeah. I know. hear one of those heavy breakdowns like on Defender but they just didn't deliver it man and I'm disappointed about that that's the only that's the like, only little disappointment about the album it's that I, I just wanted something to come in and just like have me like blown away the closest heavy. thing we got to that was The Abyss that was the closest I, because I that, that whole I, I, I can, you could literally consider that whole song a fucking breakdown because of how that fucking riff was. I could have sworn like they were leading in that song that they were going to lead up to the giant breakdown. That's what I thought. But it just didn't happen, man. I'm kind of disappointed about it. It's that. like they decided to go with the with, with another solo. And it's like, that's great to hear, man. This, like, this album is phenomenal instrumentally. But I wanted to hear at least one of those breakdowns so bad, dude. Man. Great fucking album. Great fucking album, though. I gotta give it I can't give it a 10 dude I needed one yeah, of those breakdowns can't give it a 10 like if it would've had the, if it would've had breakdowns I would've gave it a 10 right but because it didn't really have any I'll give it probably a 9 I was just about to say dude I'll give this album a 9 phenomenal fucking album great instrumental the clean vocal was a nice surprise having all the features I mean they killed it the abyss Hands best down, song hands album. down, best song. I don't care what anyone says. The Abyss was up there in my top songs. Uh, the Abyss was number one for me. I thought Ancestry, obviously, with Jesse having that chorus, very fucking catchy. And then Tightrope, because when that solo came in, mm-hmm. man, forget about it. Another track I fucking love was Dark Divide. Because of because of the the guitar work they were doing in that track, it's so fucking amazing. And the way they ended the song with that little fade out guitar, yeah, guitar solo, that was a great. That one. was a really really good ending. Overall, a damn good record. The, the album was damn good enough to where I'm proud to own a, co- a signed copy of it. But it's just sad that we didn't have any. We didn't really have any breakdowns. I'm really sad about that, dude. But I'll tell you one thing though, there. I, w- I wouldn't mind hearing any of these tracks if they end up going on tour for Death Below. Especially The Abyss. If we hear The Abyss, like, if they if they end up having to play The Abyss, they're going to have to go on tour there again. And I would love to see both <laughs> yeah. of the bands. But that's going to go ahead and do it for us. Damn good record. Definitely listen to it if you get a chance. Pick it up if you want to. It's definitely damn good enough to own. And I'm glad I own a copy of it myself. So that's going to do it for us. We hope you all enjoyed. And we will see you all in the next episode, which we're actually going to record literally right now, actually. And it's going to be a little bit of a different one, so stay tuned for that.